Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast, episode number 67. Tonight we're talking about Xbox One's Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Nice video game. We have your co-host Todd, who is speaking. We have Steve. We have Mondo back from the dead. Uh, he was sick. And Am I? Got... Am you I? Okay? You right? uh, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh man, uh, he's got a little, he's got the sniffles. He's got the super bug. He's got COVID part two. We don't even know anymore. We're just keeping. No, it wasn't. Thankfully, uh, the test came back negative for COVID and strep throat. Uh, but you know, doctors don't really give you a. Hey, we have an idea of what it is here. Take <laughs> antibiotics for a virus. Here's an inhaler. Out. Take this inhaler. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, there was some crazy wheezing going on, man, and. uh <laughs> Pretty bad infection, um, a lot of hallucinating, which was Jeez. really weird. What'd you hallucinate, um, bud? Man, I don't know. It was just weird. When, at one point, I was talking about how I needed to do my calculus homework, but I'm terrible <laughs> at math. Um, so I don't even know how that came up. <laughs> and then uh, that sucks. You live like terrible shit. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. It was just fucking weird, man. But uh, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like sixty percent back. Okay. Well, well, good. Good to have you back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, Steve, you just came back from Texas, man. Or I mean, I it's been a while now. So, um, tell us about the barbecue place that you ate at that Todd is uh, promoting. That oh my our God. listeners can't see. Uh, yeah, I went to Texas Frightmare Weekend, uh, my first time in Texas, and uh, Todd recommended that I go to this place called Four Hundred Seven Barbecue, and I did. I went with uh, Joe, you know, from the other podcast, the Horror Squad podcast, and a bunch of our listeners. So, shout out to them, Kate, Asa, Cody um jackie and that's it for the ones that actually went to the barbecue and they lived up to expectations the barbecue was like melt in your mouth the brisket is absolutely incredible just like i i don't understand why other places can't do this like it's just a bunch of guys like greasy guys cooking in the back in these giant smokers you think that'd be easy to replicate but i've never had barbecue like that so i don't know what the uh the secret is but damn if you're ever in you know around the dallas area 407 uh barbecue is the place to be yeah shout out to asa who who got me onto it which yeah i i mirror everything he said it's fucking amazing it's no competition compared to the best barbecue you've had i thought i had like oh yeah this is the best no we haven't had the best barbecue dude it's fucking so good how's the cornbread muffin that's usually the indicator for me or the cornbread Corn- in general no 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 man you gotta go only meats with this baby oh, oh, i like cornbread to go with my barbecue, you, you get two sides right so yeah i, I, I went uh mac and cheese and fries so mm. oh shocking classic <laughs> yeah nothing too crazy oh. Although uh, I will say can that, you, uh, can you burn the shit on my ribs please <laughs> extra well done what is this this isn't a dry enough uh, it's funny because I, I i don't eat heat like i just don't uh I, I can handle it on the spot but it comes you know the montezuma's revenge comes back later on and like and especially if you're traveling you don't want to do that exactly and so i got the sausage and i heard the woman say uh cheese as an option so i'm like yeah i'll take the cheese one that's cool but i guess i missed the jalapeno cheese no what are you doing uh-oh <laughs> Texas jalapenos, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah His poor I, uh... Canadian asshole was hurting after that one. Question, I... question, Steve. Yeah. Twelve-hour flight, right? Give or take. Well, it's it's actually mostly waiting at the airport. It's actually three eight three plus one because there's two flights. So I'm oh, actually only in one? the air four hours. Oh, really? Dang, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. The rest is like from here uh... to California is like four and a half hours, five hours. So like, mm-hmm. dang, dude. 
I was gonna ask them, like, did you take a shit on a twelve-hour flight? But you no. didn't on a three-hour. No. So no. I, I was a. Uh... Well, I, I stayed on the flight a long time because it kept getting like either broken down or delayed, oh, or the thing to take out passengers was broken. There, there's it was just a complete clusterfuck. Like of, uh, flying Spirit Airlines or what? Right? <laughs> no, it's worse than that. Uh, fucking yeah, Air Canada. The frontier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I do have to tell you a quick game story from Texas Oops. Frightmare. Now, if you want to hear my full Texas Frightmare experience, listen to the Horror Squad podcast. But this one's relating to games, so I thought I'd say it on this one. So I met, I think his name's Ed Neal. Uh, that's the hitchhiker yep. in um, Texas, Fre- uh, Texas, 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And of course, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game is coming out in August. In fact, the uh, the beta test was actually while I was in Texas, ironically. So I missed it because I was in Texas. So go figure. Um, and he told me a story that kind of made me laugh and was shocking, surprising, but also not surprising. So when he heard that there was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, so he asked, can I reply, reprise my voice in the game? And they're like, no, you're too old. What? They straight up just told him no. So they're like, sorry, just you don't sound like him anymore. We just can't hire you. What do you so mean I do? don't sound like him anymore? <laughs> right. So they, 75. <laughs> uh, so they auditioned 30 to 40 people to play that role, and they couldn't find the a good voice to match the hitchhiker it's a pretty important you know character in the story so what they did is they opened it up and asked people to submit uh, audio clips to find the right voice so he was pissed off about it and he submitted his voice for the <laughs> character and sure fucking enough they picked him as the voice Jeez. of the hitchhiker and when they called him they're like wow you really sound like the voice in the movie he's like yeah because i am the voice in the movie and i, I am the guys. voice you fucktards yeah. so uh they actually flew him out to la good and for him used him as uh the voice and he said it was an incredible experience even though he kind of pissed off at uh game which i think is the studio of uh or gun sorry maybe gun is the studio that does text change saw game so that's embarrassing for the studio <laughs> yeah they don't give a shit yeah but, but, nah, that's... they do that shit all the yeah. time like when legendary directors are like yeah you did this iconic movie but what have you done lately it's like mm-hmm. shut up you bitch yeah and oh, i should also mention that um john carpenter once again reiterated that uh, dead space is something he's looking at so. oh my gosh please yeah. come out of retirement for he, it he is old and crotchety let me tell you if you Perfect. heard uh, our other podcast you know like my experience with him wasn't exactly uh grade a but uh, yeah, it's just the way he is he's old he's He's over hey, Kane, Kane Hodder was the same way at this convention I just went to this weekend. Oh, yeah. Really? He was, He's usually pretty chill. He was, but he was so mad at like his handler, like one of the, the event girls that are there. He's like, did you see she's not paying attention? So other people have to take pictures and she should be doing her job. And I was Damn, like, whoa, I'm, dude. like, I'm going to kill her. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait. Yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> hey, come down. Yeah, but. Uh, Who else did you meet in that, uh, in that convention? Uh, and how was your uh, experience? Not, not so much me, more than the kids. Um, they met Omri, um, in person. The who you guys just had at Salem, uh, Vanessa Shaw, uh, real fucking sweetheart with my um with my with my daughter who's very shy, um, but she really opened up to her. And I'm telling you, man, uh, the two bully dudes from Hocus Pocus, fucking Ice Hollywood. Hollywood. He did it, dude. He did it. I walked up to him. I said, "You're probably really tired of hearing this shit after so many years." I said, "But I have to." Hollywood and they were for them being apart for as long as this movie's been out 
um and to sit there at that booth together they have the same energy them being next to each other and uh well you know how i am you know how i can get and the whole time they're like we really like your energy man like <laughs> let's take some pictures i mean dudes weren't charging much they weren't charging extra for quotes like most people do now no. uh and pictures they didn't care did you get Hollywood they didn't care yes i did dude nice. he put a hey hey uh what do you put it hey fucking uh he got any fucking... cash hollywood cool. <laughs> uh really cool though um but yeah we met them um who else would meet uh dermot dermot mulroney the dad killer from scream six he was there yeah right cool uh, he was pretty cool but yeah i mean he's also it's a fun of shit in angel in the outfield oh shit yeah he is <laughs> deadbeat dad it can happen it can happen <laughs> what a piece of shit man i hate that guy i like that movie though even though i hate the I, team I know, the movie's I, great yeah but i hate the yeah but at least we're not pieces of shit right true only that guy is <laughs> yeah uh, unless unless you ask my wife but whatever <laughs> oh man but yeah so you went to texas i went to pasadena todd is still in kentucky do uh, thankfully not doing a thing just being a dad with sleepovers and dad in the cutting nuts. grass yeah. <laughs> My oh man, white Reeboks. There you go. No, white no, no, Reeboks. New Balance. <laughs> You're doing Reeboks now, not New Balance? No, you know, I'm doing the. I have like blue Nikes. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have soles in them. <laughs> They're all like uh, a green tint from all the lawn mowing. Right. What's the what's the meme? You see those shoes outside by the garden, and you know that shit's taking it's, care it's, of. It's right. It's on a paint can in the garage. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, well, let's jump into a little bit of news and see how much of my uh, my voice can handle it. Uh, we're splitting the duties, right? Steve, you got some stuff. I've got some stuff. Or is yeah, this next two, week? two two conferences. So uh, you, you're gonna, you're going to do Sony. I'm going to do MetaQuest. And next week, we're well, next episode, we're going to do the Xbox. But that's hasn't been uh, done yet. So. Yeah, not yet. Not yeah, at the so. time of this recording, at least. So you want to do the. Uh, the five thousand dollar Apple Pro eyeglasses. Oh, they just it, it's it's in my MetaQuest uh, VR. Uh, okay, I can't wait to hear because that shit's insane. Um, I only picked a couple things to pick out of the Sony showcase because to be for me personally, um, it was a little underwhelming. Um, a lot of it is just rehashed things that we've seen before, but we did get some uh some solid dates. So I'm gonna start off with the big one because I think this is probably the one thing we could unanimously agree is gonna be one of the coolest things coming from Sony. Um, and that was the trailer and gameplay uh, for Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, um, what was it, 2018, 19, that came out was such a fantastic game. Uh, the subsequent Miles Morales DLC that uh, dropped after that was also amazing. Uh, but now we're getting Venom. We're getting Craven, uh, the fucking the Hunter. We're getting all kinds of cool shit. Um, more importantly, we're getting Symbiote Suit, fucking Peter Parker, um, apparently a lot of people were complaining that a lot of things were being shown during the trailer gameplay. Uh, but the voice actor Yuri for Spider-Man said, you haven't seen shit yet. And we haven't even seen uh homeboy, um, uh, Tony Todd, his portrayal of, uh, what is going to be Venom in this game. But I don't know if you guys caught the gameplay. I, I think you guys caught the trailer. Um, but I, that shit looks fantastic. Um, and I can't wait for it to drop later this year, but what are your boys' thoughts on that? I've been waiting for a reason to buy a PS5, and now that reason has come out in Spider-Man 2, man. Spider-Man 1 is fucking phenomenal. That story, 
Um, one of my favorite moments in recent gaming history is when he's getting his ass beat by mm. like all all the villains. Like I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm in, dude. I can't wait to get it. And I'm kind of the same boat. Like I was also waiting for a reason to pull the trigger, and I, th- I think we all put Spider Man on like our top like games of all time, right? So, I mean, that's just or there was a the decade, but yeah, I'm sure it'd be close to our all time list as well. Fantastic, Absolutely. can't wait, and it's gonna be awesome. What do you guys feel about Craven the Hunter though? As a uh primary antagonist I, I only remember him more so from the 1990s spider-man cartoon animated show um, i just don't know how i feel i i guess that we've never really seen him fully realized i guess and, is the best way and, until the movie comes out this year with aaron well, taylor johnson that's, that's a sony thing dude i don't know how i feel it's, about that it's a sony game right so i mean he's he's a pretty good uh villain you know he's very brutal he's very like uh, powerful it's I, th- I think it could be cool and like you said you know a lot of these we've seen a lot with through different mediums whether it's comics or uh, cartoon or you know movies so it's cool to get someone that gets a little bit less a little different uh, right shake blood. it up a little mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly get some new blood mm-hmm. you think we're getting a uh, craven symbiote venom or are we getting i don't know i don't know we're getting eddie brock and i know in the game they teased it being harry but i don't know, I don't know. i'm kind of curious now we'll see I'm excited though. Um, for another Grace game that. Back. Oh, please fucking no! God damn. <laughs> I feel bad because Topher Grace for me is only ever going to be Eric Foreman. Yeah. Nothing else do I ever look at and be like, oh, that's a great performance. Well, maybe Black Klansman. He was good in that shit. He's very good uh, in that. Yeah. But as far as like, uh, yeah, Kylo Ren's fucking amazing. Adam Driver, Mr. Yeah. Fantastic, maybe. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid is getting a remake. Uh, Snake Eater, they showed the trailer for that. Um, I've never personally played a Metal Gear Solid game myself. I've uh, never really one that caught my interest. I know, shake your head. It never really caught my interest, man. Um, I, I'm i weird like that, I guess. But you're getting a remake. It's coming to fucking PlayStation 5. You guys played the original Snake Eater? Uh, yeah, it's actually my least favorite of uh, oh, shit. Of, of the, of the like, mainline five, I guess. Trilogy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's I probably my it's a trilogy. The first, yeah, well, so they the got first guns three, of the Patriots yeah. and all that shit too, yeah. right? Sons of Liberty, but this one doesn't have Kojima. Yeah, I love, I love Sons so. of Liberty. Yeah, yeah Kojima is not involved with this remake though. Well, no, he's gone. Knowledge. He's gone from uh, he's gone that yeah, studio. He's, so he's, he's working doing, with Xbox uh, now. <laughs> he's doing Walking Simulator uh, with right. Norman Reedus. Death Standing. Yeah, but we're getting that remake soon, probably by the end of the year. Last two games that I wanted to talk about to bring up. Excuse me, sorry. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. We, I'm a Assassin's Creed nerd. It's always going to be that way. Steve is still there. He's in the backgrounds like a little stalker assassin. Status. I, I fucking played them uh, all to the end. He's, like, he's, he's like seventy hours in the last. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but seventy hours. What is that nowadays? You know, you got to get like 120 a hundred and twenty to be valid. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but they showed some gameplay. They it, it was it looked really what's fucking it, cool. What's it set in? I didn't even check it out. Baghdad, Egypt, Baghdad, Baghdad. Yeah. So it, it, you know, what's weird is I don't know. Maybe you have a little bit more info than I do, Steve. But it almost seems like it's a remake, a soft reboot, because it's basically set along the same time frame as Assassin's Creed the original. As all player. Yeah. So, and a lot of it is reminiscent of everything we played as Altair. You're getting with Basim in this game so if you're not familiar assassin's creed valhalla introduced the character of Basim, who was a middle eastern assassin who came uh to the viking settlement well you're basically getting his story 
in this game. And this game is not a full-fledged game. So we're not getting the net the normal 120 plus hours of gameplay. This is strictly a small project based in the city of Baghdad and some of the surrounding area, but they're saying it's way less than Valhalla or anything we've gotten before. But I'm excited about it because it looks like it's got that next gen uh, love that we've all want when it, these consoles come out. Um, and I'm really eager. It's coming out uh, October 12th is release date for that. So you're going to play it, Steve? Am I going to play it? Yes. Am I going to beat it? Yes. But Am I, I will like it? No. <laughs> I, oh, I will admit it's probably the least excited I've been for an AC game maybe ever. And I don't know. I Maybe it's because wow. it's a setting I've seen before. Um, I don't know. There's something about it that's just not capturing my attention but you have to remember mondo you, you would know this because you were on that bonus episode uh the guardians galaxy 3 trailer wasn't doing it for me either remember i was saying yeah. how it, you know, i wasn't in and i fucking like five out of five that movie so it doesn't mean that i'm not excited about the trailer that i won't be excited for the game i just want to see more and i'm sure they'll show us more at the ub forward conference which we should cover in the next episode as well probably yeah it's coming up uh this weekend i think it is, 11th yeah. or 12th so mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that looks pretty. I mean, I love Assassin's Creed through and through. I've been there since day one. I know there's a lot of other people out there, so I just can't wait to see what happens with this franchise because it's really definitely struggled where it was super at its peak, just kind of fell off. Um, horror game for you guys. I don't know if you played the original Alan Wake, but you're getting an Alan Wake too. Um, same by the same developers as your favorite game, uh, Control. I know how much you guys love that. Uh, but Alan take Wake, it looks fucking control. Take control it looks fucking horrifying it looks like it's going to be another great game set in that uh that universe kind of like when you guys played medium um it kind of has that effect um but it looks pretty good also dropping in october uh 17th to be more specific and last but not least sony closed out their show by basically dropping a sony handheld coming out um project q as they call it now i was initially hyped about it because i'm thinking who ps vita psp like 3.0 unfortunately this is basically like remote play um so it's like you have the ps5 why not just play your ps5 um if it if it ends up becoming a handheld or they do drop a real handheld where i can play spider-man 2 on it or god of war ragnarok without having to be connected to my console 100 in but as of right now i'm good i'll go ahead and save that 500 for uh the apple pro glasses yeah this this is uh i I think this is dumb to be honest um just like you know like xbox is putting on anything right you could play anywhere use pretty much any that's what sony should have done i know they're very proprietary about their stuff and that's why they don't want to do that but um it's just this is just a fucking waste of money they should do a proper handheld and to really set themselves apart i'm kind of disappointed that they didn't I may buy their uh, headset earplugs that are coming out, though. Won't lie about that. I may have to take that dive. Uh, but what you got for the uh, for the other side of this news? Yeah, so uh, as you all know, Todd and I are really big into VR, and they had their annual VR conference, which is uh, presented by Meta. But before I get to those, we did get one uh, piece of news in the AR so uh, uh, space. So that is Apple officially reveals the Vision Pro which is a mixed reality headset. Kind of looks like goggles, but this one you could do both AR and VR, and that will set you a whopping $3,499 USD. Only? 
damn, you buy a used car with that, buddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it could do that justifies that price, but it makes me excited about the future because that means we're getting close to the point where that shit is just going to be a, a reality in all our homes. So. Yeah. So it's it's good that we have competition, you know, between companies like you know Meta, Apple, um, the Hololens through Microsoft. So we need that, like, right? So we can someone like they're constantly trying to outdo the other one and then it helps us consumers because we get all this good shit but that's a lot of money man and like with max like, it's insane money it's always max always have like the worst gaming anyway like you, if you want to game on pc you get a pc not a mac you know what i mean so yeah i won't be uh dropping that money i'll wait for the quest 3 but uh yeah i don't know yeah that's uh, too much i don't i don't <laughs> see the application too for myself like just some some plebe you know like i guess if you're yeah. playing some kind of <laughs> like i don't know playing angry birds in ar would be kind of cool but like do i want to spend 3500 bucks on it it's like i don't think this is really for gamers though at least right now i think this is more for businesses to start utilizing having uh you know it's like essentially having your desktop but in in the air right so you don't need a screen you don't need all that stuff is just in your face and that's i think where they're heading and uh you know, virtual meetings, uh, they were showing a demo where a mechanic, for example, like a junior apprentice mechanic is looking at a car and through the vision, someone can point out, okay, this piece, kind of like an Iron Man, right? This is the piece you need to change. You need to hit this type of bolt. Yeah. It shows the information on the right. You know, there's a lot of practical uses for it, but I don't think right now it's much of a gaming machine. I was going to say, like I want technology that Tony Stark me already, you know, like, right. yeah, yeah. Fuck, I just want to step outside and fucking fly to work. <laughs> exactly. When were, when were we supposed to get flying cars? I don't know, <laughs> man. I do not want that to happen. No, no you don't People want People can't it? even fucking oh, handle yeah, exactly. them on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I just some fucking asshole 16 year old flying a car. No. All right. Yeah, but at least you see that the the the, uh, the opposite way of it is let them all fly the cars and we'll stay on the ground and we'll just right. be and like get crushed by the cars falling. Yeah, we, 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 we have self driving cars, so we're getting there. That's you know? what we need to do. Uh, yeah, self imploding cars, you know, right? Like exactly, exploding <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, oh, shit. All right, moving on. So as uh, Pod teased right there, Meta also officially announced the Quest Three. That'll be five hundred dollars. This is basically like the Quest 2, except this one is, has, you know, it's double as powerful. It's got better triggers. It's got a better interface. It's a little... Sucks you off. It's thinner. That's right. It's, it's a little thinner. <laughs> uh, it's more comfortable for the head. So, all, you know, all that. Oh, which head? <laughs> which head? Which head? It's got a, it's got, that's an attachment later down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally buy that. Um, yeah, I know you would. I'd buy it for you. I think every, every single man in the world that had a VR headset would buy that. They, they're messing yeah. up. Exactly. I would Every like to. One. I would like to see the numbers for every every man that owns VR. How many of them have watched porn? <laughs> on it? I just I'm want sure, to see I'm the sure they have those numbers. One hundred percent somewhere. One hundred percent. I guarantee it. Um. um yeah. Quest three. I'm. All, I'm still on Quest one. So this is a perfect excuse to skip two and get a jump three. over. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But if you do want a two, they announce a price drop to two ninety nine. USD, That's a good price, man. Uh, which is a great price, yeah, and totally worth it. If you're looking for an intro into uh, VR, uh, I can't recommend it enough. I play it all the time; absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. And I'll give you a few, you know, a few ideas as to why you should be picking this up. So, just some of the there's there were a lot of game announcements. I'm just going to mention really quickly the ones that caught my eye particularly. Uh, the first one is they announced Arizona Sunshine Two. 
which Oof. is coming out this year. It's a zombie shooting game and probably one of the better zombie shooting games. The only problem is that the graphics were shit <laughs> and they are oh, getting shit. better. So that's uh, something I think that's pretty exciting. Next one, something that Mondo should be uh, maybe diving into. Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed Nexus. All new game built exclusively for VR. Uh, they did not show anything, though, because they are going to present it at the Ubisoft Forward on June 12th. So next week, we will talk about what that game is about. I anticipate puking <laughs> like the second uh, yeah. that yeah. I put it on, but that's yep. a whole other story. Mondo, man, you, you should get a quest just for Vader Immortal one oh shit three, yeah dude. i've dude, seen that i've seen people so cool. would love that game. To, to have darth vader like show up in front of you in the first time i saw him it was size so is like you get goosebumps man it's oh yeah yeah well the quest 3 is coming out so right. <laughs> maybe i have to wait it just in time uh next one have you guys ever played bullet storm on either yes. ps3 or 360 Yep. I haven't, but I know of it. Yeah, it's a really cool game that came out uh, years ago. So Bulletstorm VR is coming cool. out this year. So Creative Chaos on the MetaQuest. Next one is for you Stranger Things fans. Uh, you could take revenge on the human world as Vecna in <laughs> Str- Stranger Things VR coming fall 2023. So you play as Vecna as you go through the Stranger Things universe. Uh, one... I, I've talked about this in past episodes, particularly in remakes that I wanted to see or uh, games that are like super underrated and no one talks about. Well, shit, they listened to me and they made the perfect version of what they this heard is. you on the podcast. They heard me on the podcast. They are one of like 20. Uh, the seventh guest, iconic Haunted Mansion, is back and will be in VR. Be witness to this ghastly story, explore the eerie mansion and uncover the sinister mystery behind the seventh guest VR. So this is a puzzle game, but you're in a haunted mansion and every room is a different puzzle. It's all sorts of different puzzles. And I think this is the perfect VR type game because you can move stuff around. It's like kind of like an escape room in one giant castle. So it's not the haunted mansion from Disneyland. It's It's a haunted mansion. It's a haunted mansion uh, called the seventh guest mansion. So how do you Uh, play that game? Not shit yourself. Like fucking solving don't, puzzles. Don't, and... don't scare me at all. Uh, it's it's very cool though. I used to play on fucking uh, DOS like super super oh, long time shit. ago on CD-ROM and uh, oh my god, yeah, so point and is, click. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is going a long long time ago. Uh, another one, very excited about this. Power Wash Simulator is coming oh, to VR. No. I just finished uh, the game on uh, Series X. Uh, you know, I did it for Chuck because I know he finished it, and we talked about it all the time. Well, now. In VR, you bet your ass that I will be doing this. You know, you can go outside and do it. I mean, no, it's, it's boring. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll, I'll call you. I'll give you an achievement. Bikes, <laughs> and like, Steve, you unpack your power <laughs> washer. Achievement unlocked. Right. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, uh, Todd and I's favorite VR game. Uh, this is mini golf uh, walkabout. Mini golf yeah. uh, just released the information about their next uh, maps. Journey to the Center of the Earth will complete Uh-oh. the Jules Verne uh, trilogy, or maybe that's the second one. I don't remember. I know it's the next one coming out. And then a new series of maps called Laser Lair. So it's going to be essentially like supervillain lairs, but cool. in mini golf. And the first one will be Exploding Kittens themed. So oh, that's shit. A, a game, I think. It's like a board it's a game, board I think, game, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be the theme for that one. They showed a preview of it. It looks fucking fantastic. It's like a 
it's like on an island. It's like a a lair on an island, like you would see in like Austin Powers or something. So, yeah, such oh an amazing game. Oh man, a, and and what two ninety nine for like five hours of gameplay? No, oh, it's yeah. If you, it's, if you go high, if you do all the like the fun stuff, yeah. Honestly, it's Perfect. if you get if you get a quest, this is should be your first. Must if have. you get a PSVR, this should be your first purchase. Like this is uh, who's. Who's the, the best at have. golfing after all the games you guys have played on there? Who's the best? It's, it's pretty equal, I'd say. Pretty, like, yeah, we, we go back and forth. Yeah, we really, really? like. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and you, also, you think it translates to real life, but it doesn't for me, at least. Right? Not me either. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, no, he's pretty fucking competitive. I can vouch for that yeah, in person yeah. for sure. Uh, and also, just a note: I think this is stupid, but they did it anyway. There will also be a um, a mobile game of Ugh. walkabout mini golf uh, called the Pocket Edition, where you play. Kind of like with your phone, but fuck that. I don't know. That's plus it's gonna be like in the same phone. you can play with VR players, which I don't understand how they're gonna do. I guess we'll see. We'll try uh, it out. I hope I hope we don't have it. Oh good, I'll download it on my phone and play with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Bastard. All right. Well, that's it for news. I know there's a lot of other things that have dropped the last couple of weeks. Um, we'll definitely get to it um, in the coming up episodes when uh, when we have news again. Um, but with that, we're going to transition over to our What Watch Read and Played. I'm going to take this because I am pretty proud of myself. I have finally finished book one of A Song of Ice and Fire, Game nice. of Thrones. It is the biggest book I've ever read in my life. Oh, man. Yeah, you got number, I think number three is the biggest one, too. <laughs> oh, that shit's from a source. Is that two? Is yes. that three? Uh, it's third one, I think. Yeah. Clash, Clash of Kings, Storm of Swords, Feast for Crows, and what's the last one that's out right now? A Dance of Dragons. There you is go. One yep. of them, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that book was fucking phenomenal. It was really good to be able to open it, read it, um, and enjoy every minute of it. Um, yeah, I can't believe I finished that shit. I thought it was going to take me all year. It only took me four months, though, but I wasn't very consistent with reading every day. Um, so that is my book. As far as what I've watched, I watched Sisu. Um, I was pretty, I was pretty happy that it released um, to rent, even though it was kind of high for twenty bucks. Hmm. Um, but it's about a Finnish soldier who has left the war. Um, it's been a long time. He's kind of a gold miner, um, and then the Germans, the fucking Nazis, have to show up and be dickheads. And well, it's one of those you fucked with the wrong kind of guys stories. So. Um, if you like John Wick and violence and gore um, and shit like that, uh, this movie is definitely for you, especially set in the era that it's set in, uh, World War II, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, that's Nazis. Uh, yeah, definitely fucking great. And last but not least, I played Jedi Survivor. I've started it. I finished it. That game was fucking fun. Um, if you enjoyed the first one, you're definitely going to love the second one. Traversal aside, um, the game was just fun. The story was great. The introduction of different stances other than double-bladed and single-bladed lightsabers. Um, it was really that was really cool. The going from planet to planet and seeing new things was cool. Um, I absolutely loved it. Will I 100 percent it? Maybe, but um, maybe not a spend your full full retail amount type of game. Um, but definitely when it comes down the pipeline on sale um or EA fucking pass and you can download it that way, definitely don't wait. It's a it's a fun playthrough. <laughs> all right i'll do one game one book and one movie uh the game is star wars pod racing which was a free game on xbox live gold and i downloaded it played the shit out of it until i became infuriated with the cheating ass Saboba in the final map because he's a lying piece of shit bitch that will fucking screw you over 
does these magic turns that only he can pull off. I can't. He's going from <laughs> fucking 700 miles per hour and he's cutting these corners and I'm fucking hitting the wall and blowing up some bullshit. Anyway, you're a pod racer. You can be Anakin or you can be other dudes that you unlock as you go through the races. Um, although, you know, like if I crash into the wall and kill Anakin, I essentially save the Jedi Order. So there's that. Um, but it's really fun and it's actually like a really fast paced game, like playing it, um, playing it and then going back to Mario Kart on the, the switch. I'm like, damn, Mario Kart's fucking slow, um, compared to pod racing. Pod racing is super cool. I mean, obviously it's dated, but it plays very well in the series X. From the I don't 90s, know if it's right? still e... maybe I like late nineties because star Wars. I think so. One released in 99. So I fucking hated Sebulba in that game. Yeah. He's a piece Ugh. of shit. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it's still free on Xbox Gold. Um, if you have Xbox, go ahead and try, try to find it. It's definitely worth a free game. Um, the book is The Accidental Time Machine uh, by Joe Haldeman. And basically this uh, science nerd, he's working in a laboratory and he's doing some basic experiment that shouldn't be any problem. And when he flips it, the device disappears for a second and then comes back. He's like, what the fuck? But each time he does it, it um, I forget what the exact measurement is, but he keeps doing it like the first time is a second, second time is 10 minutes, next time is six hours. And then it gets to the point where he's like, all right, 100,000 years in the future is the next time it's going to happen. So he keeps and he figures out a way to like go with the time machine. Um, and then he just goes and jumps in the future. And then, of course, he gets in trouble with the cops. And then a mysterious figure from the past comes to him and tells him some information, what to do. And it, is it him? Is it someone else? Who knows? So the whole time he's trying to figure out how to go back in time because the device only works forward. And he goes like 300,000 years or some shit in the future. And he like deals with AI and things like that. Of course he falls in love with some fucking chick. Um, it's pretty solid though. And finally, uh, the movie is going to be Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves, which uh, came out this year, and it stars Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez. I really like this movie, man. I had a really fun time with it. Um, you don't have to know Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know a lot. I played it a few times, but I'm not nowhere near one of these experts like some people are. Um, so you don't have to like know the lore or anything to enjoy it. It's basically it's a basic um, adventure heist movie where you got like the thief played by Chris Pine and his crew and they're going to do something, but they need to rescue his daughter. And there's an evil guy that fucking betrays him and yada, yada, yada. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I think Chris Pine is a really good actor. Michelle Rodriguez does really well in this too. And then the supporting cast are solid. So I would highly recommend it. And that's um, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And that's all I have. Awesome. So uh, I have three things as well. First one is, well, I watched uh, non-horror movies on uh, my plane because i don't like to watch yeah. horror on the plane so on the way to um dallas i watched no country for old men that's uh, 2007 directed by the cohen brothers uh it's basically or, or tales. Oh, right. <laughs> or tales. uh it's basically the story of a, a hunter and he, while he's hunting he shoots like a deer or something and he's chasing after the deer because he he hit it but he's, he needs to like follow it until it drops dead but instead he finds a caravan of different trucks with a bunch of dead people and a bunch of cocaine and money so he um he's like takes the money of course right but then he grows a conscience for some reason and decides to go back because there was a guy that he left there for dead who was just kind of half dead the first time and all of a sudden there's some trouble because there's a man by the name of Anton Shigur 
who is chasing him because he wants the money. And Anton Chigurh is played by Javier Bardem and is probably one of the better performances in film, period. He is absolutely fantastic as that role. You never know what the fuck he's going to do. He's a total loose cannon. Um, the movie itself is like good. I wouldn't say it's great. It, it, it's a little slow at times. There are some things about the movie that they kind of gloss over that are really important. Like there's a character who's very important to the story and all of a sudden he's just dead. And you're like, how that happened? Like, well, why aren't they explaining this? This is like, yeah, this just on the, he's just on the floor dead. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? This is an important character. Why didn't they yeah. show what happened to him? Uh, so it's some oh, great decisions I think, yeah, I think, that's, I think that was the part of the movie that I was also like, uh, right. yeah, I'm done. Uh, but it's still worth watching because Javier Bardem is absolutely just fantastic in that role and really gives a career-defining performance. Uh, next one I watched on the way back from Dallas is The Social Network, which is a David Fincher film. This one stars uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg, Mr. Meta Quest himself. Lizard but, man himself. That's <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, basically the story of Facebook and uh, how Facebook came to be, the troubles uh, that it got into, the people that were involved and all that stuff. It's a, uh, it's basically a movie about you know the the college you know Mark Zuckerberg the college years. It's got Spider Man in it too, right? It does. Andrew Garfield yeah. plays uh, his investor and uh, friend, and then there's some you know nonsense going on. I don't like movies that go back and forth in time. I talked about this a lot of times. It, it kind of takes place like the present is like a like a mediation that are, is going between Mark Zuckerberg and the people he fucked in uh, in the deal. And then it goes back in time into like what actually happened. I wish this was a linear story because it would have been kind of easier to follow. Great performances. I love David Fincher. I think he's one of the best directors. But again, not like my favorite film because it is kind of really slow and drags on at times. So I gave I both those say, films. I heard breast directors too. I gave both the films three and a half stars out of five. And my final one is the one I want to talk about the most because it involves my man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uh-oh. and his brand new TV show, Booba. <laughs> so Booba. Uh, Fubar it's the, it's is, the breast show I've ever seen. Breast, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fubar is a show on Netflix. It's an eight-episode show, uh, at least season one. We might be a season two. Best way I could describe this, this is basically fucking True Lies, the TV show, without the name. And that's a fucking shame because, honestly, very minor tweaks, and this is absolutely just True Lies. I mean, there's characters from True Lies that pop up in here as different characters, obviously, but the same actors. It's got basically the same story where... Arnold is a spy and he's hiding it from uh, people. It's how he balances his family slash uh, work. You know, uh, he's trying to retire, but he can't because he's on a case and other people get involved. Honestly, I had so much fucking fun with this series. Arnold is in top shape, hilarious action, uh, classic Arnoldisms, a lot of references to his previous films. And I just think this is a gold mine. People should check it out, especially if you're an Arnold fan, like I think all of us are. Now, it's, is it the best thing he's done? No, but it's definitely an entertaining eight episodes, and I wish there was more. Maybe there will be. They kind of set up uh, a tease for season two. I hope there is, because he's not getting any younger. And uh, yeah, people should check it out. So that's uh, Fubar on Netflix. 
Is it better than Hercules in New York? Mm, slightly. <laughs> slightly? Okay. Yeah, yeah no, Hercules is more than it. It does. Oh, it does? Whoa. It does. Oh. Curtis? Curtis? No, that's the <laughs> that's the one thing. But it honestly, this could have fucking been true lies. This is I wonder should, if it was and they just kind of get if they switch his wife with Jamie Lee Curtis, this is true lies. This is like that's basically that's what cool. this is. Uh it's it's crazy. Like just get they made a true lies show. Why not make it this? Like that's all they needed. Yeah, they did. No one watched it. I didn't watch it. No one cares. It has nothing to do with that. It's basically just a fucking you know people the air. Right. Give the people the air. Don't get me going, dude. Oh, you're gonna kill me. (laughs) But you guys need to watch this. I wanna I wanna reach out to Arnold on social media and just be like, Can we just interview you? Because we want to talk about Hercules in New York. And be like (laughs) He'd be like, oh, I've never had uh, any kind of publicity for that. So, yeah, let's talk about it. It's my early yeah. years. <laughs> and be like, nah, I just can't even want to talk about everything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I do want to talk. I, I have some questions about Hercules and Neil. Did, <laughs> did Pretzi give you a hand? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Pretzi, let, or let me, your, <laughs> Where's your, Pretzi let me see now? your ass. Let me see your ass, Hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What a great movie. What a great movie. You want me to jerk you off, Hook? <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Hook. Get some bitches, Hook. Oh man! He oh, gets man. The, the leftovers, right? You, you know he did. Fucking Arnold just slaying left and right, dude. What oh, a handsome sure. dude, too. Even in his older age, yeah. he's still handsome. Was good, dude. Yo, he's, and he's, he's a good person, it seems like too. He's yeah. got some monster sex scenes in, in oh, Fubar. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Does he? he Who's does. his wife? I don't know her. She's uh, yeah, I don't know. Her. Okay, she's not a Canadian. She, she looks she familiar, but I, I can't place her. So. Fubar. I think he's aging far more gracefully than Sylvester. Sylvester, he puts like makeup on and it's weird, like (laughs) especially when he plays Barney in uh, Expendables. Uh, That's his wife? She's like fucking 35 years old. Oh no, that's his daughter. Okay, Emma? His his wife is, yeah, Emma's his daughter. His wife is, uh, you know, okay, Tally. There we go. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Tally. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fat... Fabiana Udinio. Yeah, she she um, has one of those faces you recognize, stuff. you know, but not the name. Yeah, people say that about me too. <laughs> I know you from somewhere. Yeah, I'm Jonah Hill's stunt double. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyways, that's it for what watch played red. Uh, let's jump into some trivia. I I did cheat a little Uh-oh. because I wasn't feeling too great. Collusion. So I got some pretty uh. Softball. I think simple questions. Yeah, me, me too. So I also cheated because okay. I, I did an interview right before this for the other show. Oh and shit! I, I forgot about trivia. So Todd, so. Todd, Todd maybe your moment to shine. Dude. I Uh-oh. also cheated because I did trivia when we were talking. Ten oh, no. ago. <laughs> there you go. Oh shit! Here we go. It's any man's game. I just got to win. I just want to win. Uh, Nothing but uh, the best for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, All give right, me the Ma- points. Quarter two. Mono is in a strong lead with nine. Myself, Todd, five. Steve, four. Who's going first? I'll go first because all my questions are the same format. Okay. Here is the format. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the character's name, okay. and you're going to give me the actor and the movie that they're from. Okay, character name. Point. We give you the actor and then, and then from the movie. Got it. Correct. And I will start off with an easy one. Okay. All right. David Dunn. That is uh, Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. There you go. Excellent. Worse. There you yeah. go. He's also in Split. He's also in Glass. Incorrect. The answer is Split. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Steve. Great fucking movie. All right. 
<laughs> we've covered this game, so hopefully you remember. Uh oh. In Gears of War, uh oh. What does COG stand for? Coalition, Coalition of Order Governments. Of... Correct, Todd. Yeah, boy. God damn it. All right. I knew it was the coalition. Get ready for this <laughs> question. Name the subtitles Ooh. to the four John Wick movies, starting with number one. I didn't know they had subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just one, two, three, four. <laughs> Incorrect, Steve. Unless you want to try again. What? Oh, the subtitles? Yep. Oh, so, okay, so it's John Wick 1. Okay. John Wick 2. Correct. Uh, John Wick Parabellum. Correct. And John Wick 4. Correct. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, we accepted Chapter One, Chapter Two, Chapter Four. I also saw that Chapter Four had ballerina on it, but I didn't see that. Uh, in the, that like it's gonna I mean, be. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that in the box. Yeah. Been off. Okay. I forgot to. Yeah, Parabellum was title. the one with a different name. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like Number Three. It's my least I like, favorite. Yeah, One and Two are fucking great. Oh, one and Two easily the one best. One is fucking amazing. You guys fucking see Four? Yet? I, I saw Four. Yeah, it's too long. It's just it's so like why three or four, 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 and oh, yeah. uh, I liked uh, what's his face on it. Um, it he's good, it. yeah, yeah. Well, one of the one I'm of the, the French in the discords <laughs> I listened to uh had a good point. He says, like, I, I used to love when people were like afraid of John Wick, like they were fucking yeah. afraid of John Wick, and you'd think with all the people he's killed that they would be like terrified of like John Wick, people, but. They're not. They like keep going after him. Like he's a fucking like, you know, he's a fucking Baba Yaga baby. (laughs) It sucks though if like you're a goon on like your first day and they're like, "Hey man, (laughs) you got to go after John Wick." What? Oh, not today. Fuck, really? (laughs) Do I get four hundred one k at least? Right. Nope. Not even that. Fuck. Next. Next one might be a little bit more challenging. Julius Benedict. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, uh, that I don't know the actor though. Can um, I just get say the movie if we don't know the actor? Yeah, I don't actor and name. Two-parter. Feed it to me, Steve. Maybe I'll get it. You guys both know this. I, I know the movie. <laughs> um, I just don't. I don't think you do because then you'd know the actor. Samuel Andy, Jackson, Andy Garcia, Ocean Eleven. Nope. No, it's a uh... metaball thing. No, it's it's. I'll I'll, t- I'll even tell you the movie, Todd. I'll give you a. a All right, tell me. What is it? I, I think it's the dude from Last Action Hero. Mono, I, just, I just don't I remember know. his name. It's the guy. With the, it's the guy with the glass eye. But uh, I fucking know. Stacy Keach. You guys give up? Yep. Yeah. Steve, you were on the right trail. Unfortunately, right. I wasn't trying to trick you because Julius Benedict is Arnold in the movie Twins. Ah, oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> is he? Oh. Julius. <laughs> I, I thought it was the guy with the glass eye from last last. last Tywin Lannister. Video. No, is it? Oh, it is. Fuck, yeah. Uh, all right. This one kind of plays into Todd, but whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, give it to me. The third Call of Duty game takes place in what war? The nighttime war. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you only get um, one guess each, because talk- obviously it's well, like... I'm, I'm, I'm confused, though. Is it like the modern Call of Duties? The Call third Duty? Call of Duty third game. <laughs> Fucking Steve. Uh, is it... it- is it um is the Pacific campaign World War II? Correct. The World right, War II. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Because it's um uh what's the subtitle of that? I forget. 
Uh, no, I think it's just three. Isn't World it? at War. It's called World at War. No, it's not. It's not. No, that, that's five. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking you you meant like Call of Duty, which is like Call of Duty three, where uh, Russia yeah. invades New York, which we all know would never happen in real life anymore because Russia <laughs> sucks. But uh, no, it's I, it's a uh, World. War- it's World War Two, World War One, World War Two, and then they go Modern Warfare, World yeah. at War. Yeah. All right, movie tagline. Oh my gods! Shazam. Or Fury of the Gods. Correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gods! That was just a guess. I fucking hate you got it. It, yeah. it was that good of a movie. Did you watch it? Nope. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> He's just looking for fucking oh, he's looking trivia. For, I was just pulling shit out of the air, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. My last one for the night, if I don't fucking cough right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Sam Guillen. Say it again? You broke up for me. Sam Guillen. Sam Guillen. Samwise Guillen? <laughs> it's not Samwise Guillen. <laughs> Again, I am not being overly Samwise tricky. Gamgee. Yeah, yeah, Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> we, uh, Sam... we uh, definitely have talked about this movie repeatedly. Sam... We've had laughs over this movie. Sam... Um, there's some highly inappropriate shit in this movie. Oh. Have we covered this movie? Not officially. Not officially. I don't think so. Is it... I don't know. Remember, yeah. I just need the actor and the name of the movie. Right. Sam Gien. That does not sound familiar at all. Um, Ugh, if anyone would get it, I thought it'd be you. It's uh, Mr. Hong. Fuck that dude. Played no, it's not him. <laughs> nope. I have no idea. The correct answer is Jean-Claude Van Damme Jean-Claude. in Nowhere to Run. Oh, no. no As- I... I would not That's remember. That's the that. movie with Sean. how big is it, Mom? Uh, I know the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm very familiar with the movie. That movie. I forgot what his name was. All right. Another um, fucking softball here. Oh no. Wrath of the Lich King was uh, an expansion pack for which series? World of World Warcraft. of Warcraft. Todd. Yeah, boy. What? Yeah, boy. That's bullshit. Yeah, boy. No, I said world <laughs> of yeah, whatever. You finished the <laughs> <laughs> Mine? Yep. That's All right. Who said this line? So I need the character, but I might accept the movie depending on if you guys are stumped or not. I will carry you to the gates of Valhalla. You will ride eternal, shiny and chrome. 300? Yeah, that's. that's uh, well, I'll carry you to the gates of Valhalla. Oh no, that's uh I know the movie. Can I say the movie? Sure. It's Mad Max. Which one? Uh, the newest Fury one. Fury Road. Fury Road, yeah. Well just give it to him. Give it to him. You already got <laughs> yeah. it. But that was the bad guy, Imogen Joe. Yeah. It's a fucking amazing movie. movie. Yeah. All right. Shiny and chrome. Witness me. Yeah. All right. Oh, I had a good night. Three, Steve, three, Mondo one, which brings us to Mondo in the lead still with seven. Myself, eight, Steve, seven points. Wait, I got seven total. You're eight. You have eight. I mean, sorry, okay. you're ten total. I'm eight total. You're Steve seven. Total. Okay. Oh All right, shit. Steve. <clears throat> Valiant Hearts, take it. Valiant Hearts, the Great War, which I originally played on Xbox 360, but is currently available on Xbox Series X uh, and pretty much everywhere. I think 
At the start of World War I, Carl is deported from France to fight for the German army and separated from his French wife, Marie, and child, Victor. Meanwhile, Emile, his father-in-law, is also drafted to fight in the French army. Emile then meets Freddy, an American soldier who's out for revenge, and they become friends. Along the way, they also meet Anna, a nurse who's looking for her father, and Walt, the medic dog who aid them on their journey. So this is basically a retelling of World War I through the eyes of a few characters from different countries, France, um, Germany, uh, U.S., and, you know, nurses, animals' perspective. It's like different perspective of the same war. It's a kind of puzzle game slash also kind of platformer at times or like car chases and things you need to do. And it's it's a hand-drawn animation. And it's a really interesting game in the sense that it really teaches you about World War I in a way that's unique and interesting. So, for example, every level has uh, collectibles you can pick up. And when you press, I think it's Y, uh, on your controller, you get to see what that collectible, like what its history is in relation to World War I. And there are also pictures of World War One, like actual pictures that teach you the history, like the real history behind the story. Uh, I first played this game a long time ago when it first came out, and I was just blown away by how good they tell this story. Like I got emotional about how like uh, close you get to these characters and knowing that it's a real war. I had a teacher who's obsessed with World War One in particular, because he always thought it was a war that no one ever talked about, despite its like great losses and just how bad of a war it was. You know, World War II is kind of like the flashy one because there are kind of really big characters like Hitler, Stalin, and all that stuff. Whereas World War One, even though there are atrocities, there weren't like these big kind of things that people need to talk about. So uh, this game just hit home and I absolutely loved it. Uh, you know, the, We'll talk about the gameplay and like the puzzles and stuff a little later, but as a whole, this is one of my favorite indie games because it serves two purposes. It loves it serves my gaming um kind of side and it also serves the history side, which I really love as well. Yeah, leave it to Steve to pick a game that I wouldn't even think twice of even looking at. Um and I wonder who the target audience is for this. Is it the history buffs? Is it people that aren't gamers and they just want to like more simpler game are they showing it to kids because it's a really good educational tool um yeah and there's there's things that i really love about this game and there's things that drive me crazy um a little bit of the repetitive stuff like where i couldn't like get past a guy and the fucking french dude screams at me the same thing <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> What does that what does that mean, Steve? It doesn't mean anything. It's just they doesn't just, it? No, they talk gibberish. Oh motherfucker. I thought I was like I, I memorized that saying <laughs> it to me. I'm gonna say I'm like, what's I'm gonna, okay? <laughs> um I hated the fucking German dude in the tank. I wanted to kill his ass every level and we finally get to him I'm pumped. Um but yeah, I'm a big fan of, I, I I'm a big fan of history, um, more specifically military history. Like I read about it every day about some kind of conflict or, you know, whether it's modern days, you know, with the Ukrainian Russian war or world war one, world war two. Um, so I really like seeing different perspectives, like the American guy, um, uh, I'm going to, uh, 
I'm going to talk about like him the rest of the game. Yes, sir. Um, Carl, the fucking dog, the hot medic chick. She's hot, bro. I'm, I'm going to say it. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in this game, too. But I don't, like I said, I don't know who the target audience, like who would you recommend this game to? I really don't know. Those are my initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, a couple of things I agree with, Todd. Um, I mean, it was different. You don't know. Exactly. I learned to hate that <laughs> real quick. Um, but Steve, Steve's just got that magic with picking out games that um, are just out of our comfort zone, different. Um, I did laugh a little bit when the French, or I had no idea what this game was about other than it had involved World War I. Um and I'm rusty in my history when it comes to that. But when I saw the French and the flag, I immediately thought, oh, that's why you picked it. It was like, oh, look at me, Frenchy, Frenchy. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed it. I love, I love so much about the game. The art style was really cool. The platforming, it had highs and it had big time lows for me when I couldn't figure something out or die repeatedly. And um, it did get all, all games do it did get repetitive but this one got repetitive in a way where sometimes i just couldn't figure out what the fuck to do and it made me mad um but i like the game i like the story i love when you have different people protagonists in the story and how it all kind of gets tied up was it convenient well absolutely it's a fucking game right we've got to have a story that's cohesive and, and it all matches up um but i i did like it um what was the nurse's name again? Was it Anna? Anna, yeah. Yeah, Anna was, yeah, she's she's a pretty cute character. Um, however, her guitar hero, her guitar hero <laughs> quick time events. I tried um, to do that achievement, and then I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> oh, there, there's a driving one that really pissed me off. Where, I got that one. Oh, I didn't get oh, I'll talk about it when we get All to right. it. But the story is cool. Uh, the American guy was uh, it was Todd. It's literally Todd uh, with his little tattoos and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and all buff. Um, Carl, Carl being the son, and then the father was Emil. Correct. Emil, man, that one. Yeah, Emil, dude, that one hurt. That Emil, that hurt. Solid. Uh, dude, that the whole stuff. Like I said that the way it all connects and the way it ends. I did not see that ending coming, and I was really pretty fucking mad afterwards i was fucked <laughs> up yeah, um yeah. but yeah initial thoughts were i i didn't hate it i enjoyed it so yeah world war one's pretty nuts and the fact that a lot of the leadership in generals knew the war was going to be see, like ceasefire and called off and they still wanted to have glory and shit mm -hmm. yeah. so like all right ceasefires at noon let's send out another wave dude it's nuts because people died for literally i mean obviously there's a lot of death in it but like really you're gonna call attack at the final hour just to get a couple meters of advancement it's like you fucking suck i, I saw something i think on the history channel where they try to figure out who the last soldier killed on whatever side really? it was and wow. they got it down to like the minutes like yeah before the 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 victory was um you know they called it like they called a fucking another advance for no reason just to get glory and it's like gosh it's fucking so stupid waste of life so it makes Man. sense that Emil, men are crazy, dude. Yeah, We're fucking violent and crazy. We are fucking violent, dude. But yeah, Emil like saving his unit essentially by mm -hmm. knocking out his commanding officer and killing him, unfortunately. But yeah, dude, I felt that shit, man. Like because you, and I think that's one of the parts that this story really does well is throughout the story. You know, you're just fucking seeing everything. You know, all the battle, the fighting, the different perspectives, like you said, Steve, um, hitting those hitting those areas and they're like, Oh, look, here's where the area, here's the actual historical facts. And here's how we did it. 
but at that last bit where you're just like chugging along and your dudes are falling for various things and you're, i'm just sitting there like again like are we really gonna fucking do this you ask well of course it's easy for you to order us <laughs> to go because you're just you're the fucking man in command but it just got me really thinking and at the very end i'm like how how many meals were there in this world in this war you know in every subsequent war where you're following orders but like for what you're just sending people to fucking die it's crazy yeah this game had does a great job of showing just how merciless the war was without being too graphic but also being graphic enough that you understand the message like that they were not fucking around in this war because not only are people dying from like bullets and bombs like you would expect but gas right yeah, they they, they have a big thing about how uh, people that are gas getting gassed and shit like is uh I, I just thought it was a really clever way to kind of teach people about that particular war. Like, who is this for? I think it's just for anyone who wants to learn, you know, play a video game and learn things. Like, there are a lot of games like this that I learned, uh, you know, kind of different values or different perspectives of people that I didn't understand. Like, it's just, like, there, there's... I, I went through a period where I just played games like this, basically, like Firewatch and um, Gone Home, and there's... Uh, what remains of edith finch like there's a bunch of these that i just gravitate towards i won't make you play them probably most of them but aren't this one a, aren't you a cat in edith finch at one point like uh, not that one no. no not that particular one i don't think hmm. there's one i played though that you switch to different oh maybe maybe it's, there's a dream sequence where you play as animals for very like quick events anyway uh maybe one day <laughs> uh, yeah so and one thing i really want to mention about this because I, I like even bought the fucking soundtrack. Uh, I love the music in this. I think it plays it good. perfectly to to the story, right? It's like, it shows kind of the power of that time. It's also steeped in like French, you know, culture and German culture. And it's it's super. Did you had ever, did you at any point, either one of you guys though, feel like the game was small, but the fetch quests were still kind of tedious at times you know because the maps aren't huge they're pretty mm -hmm. small but at times you're like oh let me go get this soldier's uniform here but i can only use it here in order to do that i have to go back here and i was just kind of like, man like that, that's the one i i know you're talking about that i probably annoyed me the most where you have to switch between french and german uniforms i think mm -hmm. or maybe it was german officer enlisted i don't know but yeah i felt that was kind of annoying at times but um shout out to the fucking guy that not only makes you find a sock, but makes you clean it in the fucking <laughs> yeah. sink with the dishes. Yes. Lazy, lazy Yo, bitch. Like, really? I kept getting yelled at for that one. Like, no, you can't put it in here. No, 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 no. I was like, I was like, fuck, what, what am I doing wrong? Um, there's so many of these um, puzzles that I accidentally solved as opposed <laughs> to like actually thought about it. Um, but I thought it was really unique, you know, like, oh, get the TNT to blow this part up or throw this one of the one of the most frustrating puzzles though steve uh for me was at the very end when you're playing as i believe it was a meal and there's you go into a house no you're playing as carl and there's uh, gas in the house yeah. mm -hmm. and i'm like i can't see shit what do you want me to do <laughs> and i sat there for like 20 minutes like what do i fucking do oh you got to break the windows right <laughs> to let the yeah, gas out me too that happened was, to me like, oh my god <laughs> Yeah, there's a really easy way to get hints, though, if ever you were stuck. Um, yeah, I, I got a, a, I, icon yeah. or something. 
I hundred uh, percented this game, but um, so you can't use the hints if you're hundred percenting it. But yeah, gotcha. if if you needed it, it's uh. Who is your hints. favorite character? For me, it was probably Emil. I thought he was the yes. most like complete character. Just uh, yeah, I felt bad I for him, him, you know, because he, he just wanted to do well of his. You know, it's, he's got he's in a weird position, right? He's got his daughter that he wants to take care of, but then his son-in-law that he loves as well is on the other side. And you know, prisoner just, of war at that. Yeah, he, that he, he thought he, was dead, right? Remember, right. he's he's put in a tough position. You know, he's, he's got to make hard choices, and ultimately, you know, he pays the price. I think he for has it, the but... hardest choices and the and the saddest story arc out of all of them. Oh yeah, because yeah, the American, so the American dude just fucking Super Mario's his way through right. everything. <laughs> you know, fucking punching shit and, um, like that dude was cool. He's legit, but Carl, you know, other than some of the stealth options, which those pissed me off too. Oh, I was man. like, Oh my God. Like, I, okay. This isn't that bad. You know, I, if you got through angry video game nerd, you can figure this one <laughs> yeah. out, you know? Um, but yeah, it was crazy. But when I played as Anna, she has a lot of driving sequences. Yeah. And one of the driving sequences is you're like fleeing and you got to avoid all the obstacles and cars get a hundred percent. I literally first try was fucking, amazing going through it yeah i got this it wasn't until the fucking very end that i made one little car accident and as soon as i fucking crashed i was like oh okay uh you know i'm probably still got a long way to go whatever i don't give a shit two seconds later the level ends (laughs) you gotta be fucking kidding me i almost 100 percent that or or fighting the tank and having to throw the grenades back yeah that's not fuck tell me how many times i died like 20 times yes that shit was hard. How many times did it take you to do the um I think it's save car without messing up? Oh which one was that one? It made me ten the... times for me. Oh really? Damn. Well, I, I worked As on Anna? rock I, I worked on rock band, right? So oh uh, yeah, at the <laughs> very end. Like, yeah, see, I was like cool and shit. When it's like Y Y Y B B I'm like, oh, this is easy, and it's like YB, X-A, YB. XB. I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is you're fucked or when you get the anxiety because you gotta find the medical first aid kit. And his life is like counting down, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Where is it? Show me where <laughs> Tell it's me at." Where it's at? Fuck. I, you see me, you know I'm here for a reason. And then you got to go in the basement of another building, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." I this thought is it was crazy. Um, I thought it was sad when you you save a German. He's underground. You save him, mm-hmm. and then oh, he saves yeah. you from other Germans, and then you blow his ass up. Right. up. <laughs> you're like, "Dang." Yeah, that's where you uh, where you're underground, right? And then you yeah. pull the fucking thing. What about when you're a meal and it's getting towards the last levels and you're basically like mortar shells are coming in and you get to a part where you have to fucking dig. Oh my God. I was so mad. I hit, I'm sitting there digging and I'm like, okay, I got a good thing going. Oh wait, here comes the bombs. Oh, they still move and the fucking dirt is are coming down. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was the most aggravating part of this game was trying to, I not, not kept to dying. Me. My, no the most ag- no the most aggravating part to me was any time you had to spin a wheel it, like within a certain oh, amount of time yeah. oh yeah <laughs> i fucking hated the because it wasn't like consistent it was just yeah. weird it would stop you're like no and then it's like <laughs> you know you die because you get seen or you get yeah. uh, whatever things blow up or but but I hated, I I hated the... sending the dog to do shit sometimes i'm like fucking sit run, 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 here, run, run, run. and then you accidentally pet him and there's no way to skip the little I messed yeah. up at one point with that dog where I had to reset the whole game because I was like, I don't know. What the, they, 
Yeah. There was a part where you have to lower boxes very early on in the game. You have to tunnel down and you there's like a gas pump underneath the ground and you have to utilize like a lever system and the dog and all kind of, and That's I okay, ended yeah. up like frustrating. I just started doing what to, I wanted you have to, to. You have to raise them through a window. Yeah, part? something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I was so fucking like, what is it? But it's cool because you don't expect, for me at least, I didn't expect this was going to be a puzzle game. I thought it was going to be like a, in the vein of like um, fucking Contra type thing. We were just a side <laughs> of just, just throwing grenades and shit. Yeah, like shooting a grenade. But no, this is like, you can't shoot. If you fucking, the guard sees you, it's a one-hit KO. You got to hit him in the back of the head when he's not seeing you. Like... It was very involved, um, and I liked it. the art style. Aside from the music being great, I love the art style. Yeah, man. yeah. So do I. It has like a hand drawn animation feel, and I really I thought, like uh, that. Are you guys familiar with Doctor Zoidberg from Futurama? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there was a you're escaping from the French POW camp, and there was this fucking owl that sounded <laughs> just like Doctor Zoidberg. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop thinking about Zoidberg just in the forest <laughs> in World War One. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I thought those, I thought, and um, Carl's fucking wife and kid were dead, dude. I'm like, how do you survive? Fucking, uh, isn't uh, the kid screaming too warfare. throughout the whole? Fucking yeah, oh, dude, that like that was haunting. <laughs> that was kind of haunting when you're sitting there and you just hear the baby screaming. You're right. like, whoa. I mean, I I'm used to this on like scary games, but this is fucked up because I know that kid's dying. Like, yeah, I, I was so sad when they killed uh, Freddy and the dog. You know, or you think they killed Freddy and the dog. At one point, I'm like, no, yeah, not the dog. the dog. <laughs> yeah, not that. I don't care about the dog. Friday, but yeah. dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But well, let's talk about that ending because that ending was pretty impactful, man. I mean, I love. Meal... I'm sorry. Right. I loved. I love the aspect of the long walk. Yeah, that that was super cool. That yeah. fucking was an emotional tug, man. I mean, Emil has basically got drafted. And thinks his son-in-law's dead. I mean, I don't think he ever gets. He didn't got. He never got the closure that Carl was still alive. The last news he got was that Carl died, and then he did the, um, you know, killed did, his commanding did, didn't officer. Didn't he get a letter from his daughter that says that? I don't remember. He got. I mean, he, got, could kill, be he got killed after the war, so he must have known. Maybe, but just for him, like you said, that long walk, and I'm like, they're not going to kill him. I mean. Why would they kill him? He's a good character. He's just trying to do right by his friends. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my God. You fucking killed him. That's fucked up. Hmm. And then they're at his gravestone and stuff. And and then Todd's waiting to go to the next war. Like, let's go. Let's fucking wrap it up. Come on. Yeah. Ready for the sequel. (laughs) And they have one, right? Netflix just came out with a a sequel to this. It's it's on mobile. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I've been playing it on mobile. The first, this one. No, no, I played it on uh, on 360 when it first came out. I didn't know this game's been out so long. Yeah, you how, long how many times have you beaten it? Oh, it's got to be six, probably at this oh, point. Really? Shit. You have a, I, yeah. You know everything. You know all the time. You're I, one of those speedrunners. I, I, I beat it four <laughs> times to get all the achievements. Jeez. Uh, I beat it once. It first came out on Xbox One or Xbox Series. I I bought it and beat it again. And then when we top were ten it, games of all time for you. <sighs> Um, of um indie games it'd be in my top yeah. five but not like i i can't compare this to spider-man you know it's like yeah it's totally different experiences but as far as like indie games go i, I would put this in my top five Let's are see, they I... continuing the uh 
the series and taking it to other wars or I I haven't played uh, part two yet, so that's uh something I gotta is check it out. Is it WW2 or WW1 stuff? I, I think it's still WW1, but it can't be, right? It's got you'd think it'd be different. No, because I, I was reading I downloaded a little it, bit but of... I didn't uh I didn't try it yet. I was reading a little bit of it and I guess it takes place with like a diver in World War One. Oh, it's possible, it's just a different perspective. So, of, uh... Just different perspective, and I was like it doesn't include any of the characters that we played. Um, uh, actually different. I'm I'm looking at it now. It does because that's uh Anna and Freddie oh, yeah, in, the, right. in the middle there. So it's called Valiant Hearts Coming Home. So I'll definitely play this. I mean, why not? Right? It's a good time killer. Exactly. So you hundred percented it, huh? I did. But let's know, see. I... Let, let's see what date I hundred percented it because it's a... oh shit, it's it's, it's been fucking five years ago. I did seven twenty out of a thousand. So that's seventeen okay. out of twenty. I was like a five ninety or something like that. Still pretty good. I mean, 720, you know, it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do in multiple playthroughs. Yeah. So like, I didn't, I didn't get all the collectibles. I don't think it took me the six hours, though. I think I actually feel like I got through it maybe in like five fours, mid fives. Xbox app doesn't tell you how long you play for some reason. No, I know. That's what I was looking at. So I got my final achievement on October 23rd, 2015. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Super I don't think that was. Yeah. Jeez. And I got uh, my first achievement on October 10th, 2015. So, Jeez, dude. I had yeah. two kids by then. Uh, and that was f- find every <laughs> uh, single historical item. So, Yeah, Steve's I didn't do that. Looking through World, World War One books and shit. <laughs> Save Carl for the third time without making any mistakes. Fuck also. that motherfucker, dude. I saw um, there was a few parts where I was like digging and I saw the, uh, the pieces that you find, those, those little fucking memorabilia things uh-huh. but i dug too far so like you fall to the next part of the level i'm like no i want to <laughs> fucking go back give me my collectible right. um i but yeah that's what i that's what's so hard about playing these games is i tell <laughs> myself like hey you just got to play it and understand it to review it but then you introduce collectibles mm-hmm. and achievements and i'm sitting there like fuck i kind of want a 100 percent but do i really no well, you can go back. I think to if I remember, you go to specific chapters. Yeah, chapters. I, yeah, I did that. So. I did that a couple times. Like destroy the German flag and set yeah, up a bunker. Yeah. Exactly. So that, uh, least, that last level that. where you're, um, uh, I think you're playing as Anna, and you have to like raise the flag or undo the flag. I got everything ready to go, and then I fucking accidentally advanced the game, <laughs> so I couldn't raise. And I was, it's just the little things, dude. That I was like, oh, all right, all right. Now I'm pissed. Let me just finish this game. But those at those quick time events were pretty annoying for me because yeah. I didn't work on Guitar Hero like you did. <laughs> Steve okay. actually played this game with the Guitar Hero okay. thing. Yeah, that's he right did. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Oh shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Stan from fucking South Park or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is it Stan? Uh, I don't know. Stan. Yeah, I, I think it is Stan. Yeah, Stan or Kyle. It's one of the two. I was like, one hey, of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Rate, rate it. it raider um i am sitting at a four out of five because this is a game i will play again no but i did appreciate i the effort it did it gave to actually being like historic actor as much as possible you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like the the fun facts i well not fun but the facts i was reading a lot i always stopped and read them um and World War One man's fucking. I mean, war suck. That I don't mm. know. It just fucking sucks. You know what I mean? And the music, I agree with you guys too, especially like the pause screen music. Yeah. Um, I really, I really dug. So I'm hitting it a four out of five. 
I'm a little bit lower only because um, I got frustrated with quick time events um, and the lack of me being smart enough to play some puzzle games. We're not knowing like what the hell I just felt like some of it was a little too vague at times. Um, and it was a little repetitive, but nothing that I'm not familiar with with other games. I enjoyed the history. Uh, when it comes to history games, they're they're great because they work as a way to not only re- refresh your memory, but also to play it and learn it in a, in a different way other than a book. Um, this is a three and a half for me out of five, for sure. I enjoyed it. Um, it was a great game, and you're always coming through with these good recommendations, man. So, yeah, so I'm old. You know, I got I got history from playing a long time. Um, so yeah, no surprise. I get five out of five. I just I love this game. You know, it's just uh, I'll play it again probably in the future one day. Just I'll feel like picking this up again and learning the history. I I wish they did this for more stuff. Uh, like we really give accurate historical context to to items and things like I almost wish Assassin's Creed did this like with collectibles, you know, instead of making me fucking pick up feathers and all sorts of shit in the levels. Like, why don't you show me things that are importantly has like accurate to that uh, time period? Well, you know, I think there, there, there are a, some Assassin's but... Creed too, where you scan the little things and right. it shows. Yeah. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a great way to learn things while having fun. You know, it's a, uh, I think it's great. So I hope they teach <laughs> this in school. I mean, it's a little rough for school, but it would yeah. be fun though. Don't you think the kids would like, especially now where we're at, kids would probably take better to learning it. Yeah. In this kind of way, kind of like how Assassin's Creed does their, um, you beat the game, then you have the exploratory mode where yeah, you basically right. will go visit everything and learn about it. Mm-hmm. I think that it will capture a lot, the audience a lot better now, but I mean, you said, I, I honestly, I would like to see this game continue this franchise continue and cover other stuff other wars uh, other too. wars yeah yeah fucking i and not just doesn't have to exclusively be like oh u.s ba- well obviously well, not u.s but like, I was gonna say, like, that, but. like maybe a weird question but what war would you guys like to see them cover if they were going to do a, a second one of the well i guess a third one at this point but like another war. Oh, that's a good question yeah i think i think personally no one talks about the korean war yeah that's that's, that's, that's usually a forgotten war yeah, I you know, my grandfather is a veteran of the Korean War, yeah. and he always tells me like, there are no songs, there are no movies, there are no like, no one yeah, cares definitely. about the Korean War. Like, you know, Vietnam was not that far after the Korean War, and yeah. everyone talks about that one, but Korean, it's like it never happened, other than Mash, which is pretty much all people know about the Korean War. Yeah. Um, but even that was in response to the Vietnam War, so I think Korean War is also yeah, Korean War is fucking brutal too. There's a lot yeah. of death. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Vietnam War only because I wanted a DLC of uh, Forrest Gump. Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Be it fucking not. <laughs> I'm cold, Forrest. I want to go home. Man, that fucking scene, man. Mm-hmm. Something bit me. <laughs> Such a great movie. should have left me to die now. in the field with my men with honor. <laughs> or fucking like Lieutenant Dan. I would like I would like to see the Vietnam War. I would like I would like to see every fucking war if possible, to be honest with you. I yes. mean, even ancient shit too, because I like that history too. Like, they they could totally do like ancient, you know, like, uh, yeah, revolutionary war. Show or... me medieval shit, you know. Show me that'd be fucking the crusades cool. would be cool. Oh, like, that would be oh, dope. Yeah. Kingdom of Heaven, unrelated, <laughs> yeah. good movie. Oh, Orlando Bloom, yeah, yeah, really good. The extended cut, not the theatrical. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what about Joan of Arc? Chad. 
I don't think I've seen that. Big That's bang. the one with our homegirl, Big Bada Boom. Oh. Is it? <laughs> I think bada she's Big Bada Boom. I thought it was Lily Sibieski, but maybe it is uh, Mila. Yeah, there's probably there's multiple movies yeah. for sure. That's so. <laughs> it's possible. I think ah. I know like the '90s one, right? Is what you're thinking of? Yeah, I think it is uh, Mila Jovovich. Like, I think about it. John of Arc. Yep, Mila and yeah. John Malkovich. So a bunch of bitches in there. I just saw John Malkovich. <laughs> I just saw Bloody Malkovich in. <laughs> What's that? The man in the iron mask. Yeah. Uh, and John Malkovich was in it. And I just kept waiting for him to be like, my name's Cyrus the virus. <laughs> <laughs> With Gerard Depardieu. He's one of the three musketeers, right? Gerard Depardieu. Gerard. I, I love that movie. I think it's an un- underrated movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't really like young Leo. Oh, really? I like him. I don't know. I, I didn't I like, like Leonardo DiCaprio until till it departed, honestly. Oh, man. he. Have you ever seen... Um... What's eating Gilbert Grape? He's, I, I was gonna yeah, say that's my favorite movie. He's fantastic. He's in it, but, fucking uh, amazing in it. Yeah, I love that play. Johnny Depp's good in that movie too. Yeah, they burn yeah, the fucking house down. Right. Yeah, they know yeah. their choice, man. How are they gonna yeah. get her out? Yeah. Well, right. Valley of Hearts is in in the review. Um, mm-hmm. Go play it. It is on Game Pass. Um, but Toddy Boy, you've got the next game pick, dude. All right, for the Xbox Game Passers. If you don't have Xbox Game Pass, you are. Well, hopefully you can afford it because it is $15 a month, but it's a really good service. Uh, And that's late 2022's Vampire Survivors, a top-down game where you play as various characters fighting various mythological beasts like skeletons, fucking floating skulls, uh, little like mummies and shit walking around. my personal favorite, the skeleton, because they're fucking give you really good points really fast. <laughs> the bats are really good to get to, especially when they try to rush your ass. And I'm like, I'm not having any of it. Come get some. Uh, absolutely no story. You just keep unlocking little characters and going in different little levels and just going after wave a wave of enemies until there's literally the screen is filled with hundreds of enemies you're trying to kill with different power-ups. Like uh, you have a floating Bible that floats around Ooh. you and kills bad guys. Uh, you got... Uh, a rainbow thing that shoots up and down that will kill bad guys. You got throwing knives. You got um, boomerangs. You got all sorts of shit. Vampire survivors. You guys are required to play at least two hours of this game, and then we'll go from there. Have you beat? Uh, there's multiple levels. Have you beat any of the levels or come to a conclusion e- to any levels? Yes. So you get to certain points where you like get to like a coffin, and then you okay. like go to defeat it, and it's like, oh, this is the wrong coffin. Like kind of like your princess is in the wrong different. <laughs> tower order <laughs> so yeah but you can really just play it not like infinitely there's no really ending i i was taking a look at it i guess it's called like a rogue light game or something where you just obtain powers and then you can obtain power-ups for those powers yeah. and constantly go um so i'm interested i've never played a game like this before so cool. yeah two um, hours we'll, easy enough we'll continue this streak of unique games that i normally wouldn't play <laughs> that's, that's what i like about this show is like I'm, i get out of my comfort zone and I stuff that I wouldn't normally play. So. Sometimes I like the comfort zone. Though. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, you know, we pick some comfort zone ones sometimes. So, all right. All right. Well, we we'll appreciate you guys tuning in for the listen. Uh, join our Discord. Send us a message. We'll get you in there. Um, but other than that, thanks for putting up with my relentless coughs for the show. And next um, week, and we'll get next week. We got Indiana Jones. That's right. That's a uh, Raider of the Lost Ark. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, baby. <laughs> so, um, Todd, you're required to dress up like mutt. Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's my mother. Hey, that's my Calm mother. Calm down, so. kid. Oh, I can't wait. I love me some Harrison Ford. Dude, that's another handsome motherfucker. Yeah, yes. Bye. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. 
I don't care, Gerard. <laughs> All right, later. One bye. man. See ya. Through the evil noise of artillery, tanks, and planes, I remember our adventures, your friendship, and your pain. My closest friend, Emile, in your twilight years, you came to fight, not for glory, but to mend your daughter's tears.